Hi, Dev. Hi, Mike. Uh, a lot of big plays from these guys. Bill was mentioning the fact that they skip over the red zone a lot. Is this one of those games where it's because of how they attack, it's got to get back the GTFB, or is there? You guys love that. Well, I'm, I'm asking, but I know a lot of the stuff comes run after catch. So, attack. I would say tackling is bigger than even that. Obviously, they got a lot of guys that can beat you vertical, but you watch them. Um, it's you know a quick slant or, or, or you know slim pulse and. A.J. Brown catches it, now he breaks a tackle, and now you're trying to catch a guy that you're not going to catch. Or um, Derrick Henry gets in the open field, you know, or Corey Davis makes a play. and um, you know, But they can still, like Tarjay Sharp ran a stutter and go against Jacksonville and got behind. Um, they still have those vertical nine routes. A.J. Brown ran one against Houston, 60-yarder. Um, but a lot of the plays, even the reverse he had against New Orleans, breaks a tackle, now he's gone. Um, John Smith, a guy that people really don't talk about a lot in that offense. I mean, he has a toss play for 60 yards. He has a quick slant for like another 50 yards. Um, so a lot of it, you know, is going to come down. Obviously, you can't let the ball behind. You can't let your guys run by you. But we got to do a good job when they make catches of everyone getting to the ball and tackling because they got a lot of big, strong, fast guys. Um, on that team, a lot of guys that don't really look like they fit in the position they're in, you know, Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, guys that are huge, you know, playing different positions and they're really good at it. How much has uh, Ryan Tannehill changed over the last year, quarterback? Uh, I'm not a QB guru. Um, he's playing really good football. He's doing a good job. Um, drop back, third down, finding open guys, doing a great job in the play action. Um, and then I think he does a really good job. He never looks like he really wants to run, um, but the dude is fast. So when he does run, he's able to make big plays like you see on some of those boots. Um, they run a boot and no one's contained. And so he just, he acts like he's unthrown and it's like no one in front of him for 20 yards. So he just runs. Um, but I, I think he's doing a really good job of just running the offense, um, finding these guys when they're open, doing a, just a really good job of understanding. It looks like he knows what defenses are in. Um, and he's just getting the ball to the open guy. And he's always had a very, very good arm, throwing the ball down the field, pretty accurate, uh, throwing throws, deep balls, intermediate routes. Um, so we've seen him for years. We've seen, we've been a part of some of his best games in Miami. Um, so we know what he's capable of. And, and we've watched how he's leading that team. And Devin, can you take anything from the joint practices? I mean, they were granted heated at times. You guys had some good battles and Bravel's intensity and what have you. Did you take anything from that, even though it was so long ago? I think you you know some of our personnel. Like, we're not going to be surprised when A.J. Brown comes out there and he's running or, or KV, Corey Davis or Raymond when he's out there. We saw him in camp, how quick and fast he is. So um, I think that stuff always helps when you get out there. Sometimes you watch guys and, you know, watch them on film is one thing, but then you see them in person. We've kind of got that. Um, when we, we went against them in the joint practice and, and saw some of those guys running and what they're able to do. Um, so I think from a personnel standpoint, you still have um, some of those just reps you've taken against them that you know. Um, you don't really lose that as a defender, as a player. When you go against someone, you remember those players and what they do well. Devin, uh, Coach Belichick said yesterday that uh, you guys came in with a good attitude this week. After the Miami loss, was that an instantaneous thing? Did it happen organically with you guys, the leaders on this team? Or how did it go of you guys saying, all right, now we have a game and, and turning that page and turning it into a positive? We came to work Monday. Um, 
I think we have guys in that locker room who have, have never had the experience playing that last game on Sunday and, and your season be over. And we have guys who have. And, you know, I think those guys are always give great perspective of what it means to play in the playoffs, you know, of that last game and already knowing where you're going on vacation. Like we had guys talk about that. And I think the realization was after that, after how bad Sunday was, we came in the next day and we had to work and we had stuff that we wanted to accomplish. Um, and we got the opportunity to do it. So because of how we played in the regular season, we get a chance to play in the postseason. It didn't end the way we wanted to, um, but I think it would, it would, really be bad to let one loss disappoint the whole rest of the season because we stayed and, and stuck on that. So um, look, we got a veteran group. We got guys that understand that and we're excited about this opportunity. Um, we're going to work our butts off to be able to, to be prepared and go out there and, and play a tough game Saturday night. Devin, you mentioned the uh, crossers and play action and stuff like that that they do. How big is it this week for you safeties to help the corners with that when they have inside help um, from you guys, you know, to cut some of those crossers off? Uh, everything's big uh, when you talk about communication, knowing where, you know, our corners, knowing where we're at, um, us being where we're supposed to be, them being where they're supposed to be. I think that's always key. And um, this offense does a good job of, you know, attacking certain areas of the field. Um, and I think we got to be aware of that. We got to know whose responsibility that is on um, each play. You know, in our defense, we're always calling different things. So it, it'll be different guys. But um, it's going to be key for us as a secondary, you know, biggest game of the year to be on point. You know, we can't have any lapses in communication or knowing where each other's at. You know, that's going to be big for us. Um, we're going against, you know, a very talented group. You know, every guy on that field and skill positions fast. You know, they don't really put anybody out there that's not, you know, fast for their position and able to really, you know, create really big plays. So I think that that puts pressure on us. And, you know, that's what you want this time of the year to go out there and play your best football. How much does it help their play action game that Derrick Henry is the back in the backfield? I mean, is that something that you think about when you're out there that, you know, that they're still on the run with having the league's leading rusher, you know, be there in the backfield with them? Nah, um, not for me. I mean, it's tough. He gets there. You got to find a way to bring him down. But I always say you get in trouble when, you know, you're supposed to play middle middle of the field and you worry about tackling Derrick Henry for five yards. Like, if that's happening, you know, it's going to look great on one play. Everyone's going to get up. You know, you made a, a tackle for five yards or three yards. But the very next play is going to be a play action. They're going to throw the ball over your head. So, um, I think when you play teams where they have the lead in Russia and they have a quarterback with the highest passer rating and they have A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, Sharp, they got a lot of guys, John o. Smith making big plays. You got to count on each other. We got to trust each other out there on the field. Um, that if it's a run play, the guys up front that are, are in position to play the run are going to play it. And then if it's play action, they got to trust that the guys in the back end are going to be ready to play the pass. And we got to do that for 60 minutes. Devin, uh, Dante Hightower's made a couple big plays for you guys in the playoffs. I'm just wondering, what have you learned about him over the years that's made him so dangerous and dependable in these big games? Um, I think his work ethic. You know, he came in here, obviously, from Alabama, a uh, guy that was a leader and, you know, knew the defense well coming in, and he's continuing to do that. He's been a leader for us. He's been the guy that calls the huddle. Uh, he knows where everyone's aligned, and I think he doesn't, you know, he doesn't budge in these big games. He goes out there and plays his best, so... Um, he's a guy when we haven't had him, we've missed him a lot. And, and when we do have him, um, it's a pleasure to have him out there. We know he's going to make plays because he knows where he's aligned. He knows where everybody else is supposed to be. Um, and we kind of count on that. They, uh, they're one of the highest percentage teams in terms of 12 personnel. What sort of challenge is that for you guys as a defense, especially 
considering some of the personnel that you've mentioned that they have to put out there? Uh, I think it, it's it's even what kind of 12 is it? You know, is it, Frisker in there and now you have him and John New Smith now? Is it 12 or is it four wide? You know, both those guys can split out now. It's like having four receivers or Pruitt's in there and, you know, Pruitt can be in the 12 with two tight ends or he can start in the two tight end look and then motion into the shift into the backfield. Now he's like a fullback. So now it's really 21. So I think they understand when they put 12 out there, it's still up to them of how they want to play it. Um, and I think you see that more now in the NFL with so many, you know, kind of versatile guys that play tight end, but, you know, kind of like a receiver or kind of like a tight end and a fullback. Um, so I think we have to be aware of what is it like. You know, it, it's 12, but is it playing like true 12? Is it playing like 21 or 11? Um, and I think then we have to go from there and understand how they're going to want to attack us. Um, and then, you know, most importantly, know what we're in and know what, what our jobs are. So kind of piggybacking off of Mike's question there, they play a lot of 13 personnel too. Or Are you about to ask the same question? A lot relative to the rest of the league. <laughs> I thought it was a good question. Maybe and I so mentioned he, it to Mike so earlier he, yeah. and he took it from me. I'm not sure. But those, those formations are pretty rare to have three tight ends on the field. You've seen it a couple times this year, um, and teams have had some success against you guys in those. What makes that one such a challenge? Is it the same thing that you just talked about, or is it – does it include maybe some, some personnel swaps on your end to be able to kind of match what they're doing? Yeah, I think it gives the offensive coordinator a lot of options. You know, when you put that out there, I think the offensive coordinator is now looking to see how we're going to match it. And then what does he want to do from there? You know, are we going big people? Are we going small? Do I want to run it? Do I want to spread it? And um, that's why I said, I think you have so many kind of matchups issues when you go 13 and you have tight ends that are versatile. Um, that you have to be able to match them and play to however they're using them. Um, and you really won't know that until the game gets going. You don't know, like, 13, especially for this team, you, you run 13 and you still have Henry in the backfield. You can go 13, three tight ends, and, and kind of run smash mouth football and run the ball. But you could also go 13 and, and spread it out, and it's 11, and now you're throwing the ball downfield. You're going hard play action. So um, they have a lot of variables, I would say, out of 13 and 12, and really 21 for that matter, too. Because of the way you guys have kind of played at home, I always get the feeling that teams want to come here and kind of win games here, um, like a badge of honor. How do you make sure that home field advantage matters um, as you go through these games? Um, I've been hearing it for 10 years. Bill come in here, he tells us home field experience, all that doesn't matter in the playoffs. Um, and it's true. I mean, each year you see, you know, like this weekend, you could see three teams, all away teams win. Like you don't know, it's all about going out there and playing your best football. Um, and I think that's what it is for us. You know, last year we we had to go on a road to win to go to the Super Bowl, and we had no shot to everybody to do that. And um, it comes down to playing your best football. So Tennessee's going to come in here Saturday night. Everyone's going to tell them they have no shot. Patriots don't lose at home. Like, they don't care about that. They're preparing to come in here and play us tough. And I think that's what we have to match. Like, all that other stuff is kind of thrown out the window of, you know, how many how – many, wild card games as this guy played or playoff games. You know, Tom Brady has more playoffs and games than everybody that's going to suit up Saturday. But that doesn't mean we're going to win. Like, we got to outplay these guys, um, and we got to do it for 60 minutes. 41 playoff games for Brady, which I was just looking at, which is amazing. I was going to ask you about him. Um, he said after Sunday's game that there were plays that he could make, that he should make, that he didn't. He was very hard on himself. What have you noticed from him, from being around him, but this week, you know, how he's responded um, to that. 
The same, man. I, I mean, I, he's always going to be hard on himself, but I, I've always said I think the best thing about being a player here and a young player and, and getting an opportunity to come here and work with him is that he doesn't change. Like, it, it doesn't matter if he plays great on Sunday or if it's not his best one. Like, he still comes in here each week and he works his butt off and he's he's on guys. You dropped your water, Mike. It's the playoffs, Mike. What are we doing? Um, and, he, and he's on guys about being ready, and I think – I think it's like that for all of us, especially, you know, the older you get, you get to play in these playoffs. You don't really know how much longer. You don't know next year is it going to be the same. Is your team going to make the – so you want to take advantage of all these opportunities. And I try to tell the young guys the same thing, and I think Tom exhibits that every time he comes out here on the field. And the playoffs is no different, you know. And I think he's probably even more on. He's probably studying more at home. I think all of us have that mentality. You know, you do a little bit more because – Honest part of this is this could be our, I mean, I guess today's Wednesday, but for us this Thursday, this could be our last Thursday of the year. So it, it won't matter if you didn't watch the extra film, if, it, if next week you don't have anything to do anyway. So I think we all have to have that mentality that Tom has of just making sure we do everything we can to try to play next week. Uh, Devin, last time you guys played on a Saturday, the building was electric against the Bills. You guys seem to feed off that. How important is that uh, to you guys, and what do you expect the intensity level to be like for this game? I think that's the, the cool thing about playing at home is you, your fans are going to come out, um, and then it's up to you. You know, I think our fans are coming here. They'll be ready to probably go around 6.30, 7 o'clock, you know, hyped up about the game. Um, but it's up to us, like how we come out and play, we execute, we give them something to cheer about. I think we'll control the energy in the stadium. Um, and I think that's what we have to do all week. Like we don't, we can't worry about who's coming. Are they going to be loud? If we just prepare and we get ready and we start fast and we play good football, uh, we complement the offense. The offense complements us. Special teams goes out there and creates good field position for both sides. You know, I think the crowd will be electric. You know, not just for a quarter or two. They'll be electric the whole game. After the game, they'll be all into it. And I think for us as players. Um, if we want that kind of energy, we got to start doing it yesterday, today, and then we got to finish it off tomorrow, last day on the field. So um, I'm excited. We got a good group. Guys have been locked in this week. Um, it's about keeping it going and then finishing at the end of the week. Thank you. Appreciate it.